Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24:15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing, and we're going to finish up today on our series called The Supernatural. John 6, 32 through 33 Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Well, that was a discourse Jesus spoke to followers who were trying to get another free meal. They had eaten from the five loaves and two fish in the big crowd of 5,000, and they thought if they just followed Jesus, he'd keep feeding them. They didn't want the bread of life. They wanted the bread of loaf. Oh, my. Jesus is the true bread of life. And yesterday we were discussing five words. He called them wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. Mm, That's horrible. Who was Jesus talking to? He was talking to those who think they have need of nothing. Let's read Revelation chapter 3, verses 17 through 18. Because you say, I am rich, have become wealthy, and have need of nothing, and do not know that you're wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, that you may be rich, and white garments, that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed, and anoint your eyes with eye salve, that you may see. And I mentioned yesterday how Paul calls those who say Christ has not been raised from the dead most miserable and to be pitied. That's out of 1 Corinthians 15, 19 in the Amplified. It says, if we who are abiding in Christ have hope only in this life, and that is all, then we are of all people most miserable and to be pitied. That's because the most supernatural event that has ever taken place is the resurrection of Christ. And if that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, it will give life to your mortal body. That is truly supernatural. Romans 8, 11. But if the spirit of him who raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Again, I'm so thankful that my life is not limited by the things I can see. And I'll say it again, even the blind know better than that. The only way to discover the true source is to believe in the supernatural. It's the only way to explain how Jesus fed 5,000 people with five loaves and two fish. There is no natural or magical explanation except that our creator stepped in and did something supernatural. This means that the source for all our need is in the kingdom of the supernatural. The Bible calls it his riches in glory. Listen to Romans 9.23. And that he might make known the riches of his glory on the vessels of mercy, which he has prepared beforehand for glory. And Ephesians 1.18. 
that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Ephesians 3.16, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. Philippians 4.19, and my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Colossians 1.27, to them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's the treasures of heaven, the golden oil, the anointing, salvation, healing, deliverance, provision, wisdom, strength, joy, peace, and more. 2 Corinthians 4, 7, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. Colossians 2, 3, In whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Well, how many treasures? All of them. Just think. If I did not believe in the supernatural kingdom of God, none of this would exist for me. I do not believe because I can see. I can see because I believe. Remember doubting Thomas? Well, he's now believing Thomas. Jesus explained to him who the blessed are. John 20 and 29, Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you've seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believed. Did you get that? Blessed. So the word super, it means above, beyond, over, greater, superior, of the highest degree, more powerful and exceeding the norms or the limits of. And the word natural means existing or formed by nature, as opposed to artificial, and of or pertaining to nature or the universe. And when we put them together, we get supernatural, of or pertaining to, or being above or being beyond what is natural, unexplainable by natural law or phenomena. Again, the concise Oxford English Dictionary describes supernatural as a manifestation or event attributed to some force beyond scientific understanding or the laws of nature. And we'll never arrive at the spiritual by focusing on the flesh. We'll never arrive at the supernatural by starting in the natural. We'll never arrive at the spiritual man by focusing on the natural man. It's the other way around. So don't hug the tree to explain God. Hug God and he'll explain the tree. So are we wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked by trusting in ourselves and our own abilities? Or are we the blessed? Do we want just the bread of loaf? Or do we want the bread of life? Hebrews 11.1 1, now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Remember, John 3, 6, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. And 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 through 10, but as it is written, eye has not seen nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. And verse 14, but the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Can you see the picture? The picture of the five loaves and two fish? Can you visualize over 5,000 people eating from five loaves and two fish, it's a miracle. It's the supernatural 
power of God. It's the true bread from heaven. So what can we see with our eyes of faith? Do our eyes have faith? Are we going to be ruled by our five senses? Or are we going to renew our mind with the word of God? Hebrews 11.3 says, By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. What we see has come from the invisible world. It was created by God when he said, Let there be light. And he made the plants and the trees and the animals and the skies and the planets and the stars and the universe. Again, it says, by faith we understand that the worlds, that's everything in it, everything we know and everything we can see, were framed or made by or came from the word of God. And it says, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Everything we see has come from the invisible world of God's supernatural. I like how Paul stated it in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 4 and 5. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Hebrews 11.3 in the New Living Testament says, By faith we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command, that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. When we believe and speak the word, we are operating the same way God did when he created the worlds. This is how we become born again or saved. We believe in our heart that God raised Christ from the dead. We confess with our mouth Jesus as our Lord. And we become a new creation in Christ as Paul stated in 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians 5.17, and this is a supernatural scripture. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Christians live in the supernatural through the laying on of hands, through speaking or praying in other tongues, through tongues and interpretation, all the gifts of the Spirit, by laying hands on the sick and they'll recover, and casting out devils, all supernatural events that are doing the works of God that we can't personally do on our own strength, but in the name of Christ and by His Spirit, we can perform miracles in Jesus' name. The Spirit-filled life is a manifestation of the power of God, the supernatural power of God, so we can do those things that God's called us to do. One of my favorite supernatural scriptures, Mark 16, 15, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. And they will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. I like verses 19 and 20. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Yep, signs and wonders. It can only be done by the supernatural power of God through the manifestation of the Holy Spirit on the earth today. One of the great demonstrations of the supernatural by the Spirit was when Lazarus was raised from the dead. John eleven forty three says, Now when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died 
came out bound, hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Loose him and let him go. Don't you just love the supernatural? I would have loved to have been there, the five loaves and two fish. Matthew fourteen fifteen. When it was evening, his disciples came to him, saying, This is a deserted place, and the hour is already late. Send the multitudes away, that they may go into the villages and buy themselves food. But Jesus said to them, They do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. And they said to him, We have here only five loaves and two fish. He said, Bring them here to me. Then he commanded the multitudes to sit down on the grass, and he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke and gave the loaves to the disciples, and the disciples gave to the multitudes. So they all ate and were filled, and they took up twelve baskets full of the fragments that remained. Now those who had eaten were about five thousand men, besides women and children. Well, this completes our series on the supernatural. So tune in tomorrow, same time, same channel, for a brand new series, I Call You Blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.